Stop. Stop. This will just be our intro. We play music Shep, you or can't. Just... You can't just start taking your clothes off in the booth. Paging Dr. Faggot! Dr. Faggot! This is Fluffers for Hire. Coming to you live north of Dallas. Somewhere north of Dallas. From the Sweat Sarcophagus, a.k.a. a recording booth in a public library, comes to you the world's greatest, world's premier, top-tier, top-shelf... And most best. ...anti-government, super-libertarian podcast coming to you from a public library. My name is Danny. That is my partner in crime and heterosexual life partner. Shep. Shep. Uh... Our, our, here's why we have a podcast. First of all, we're two dirtbags, and we wanted to talk about how we're dirtbags. Secondly... I, I actually I don't identify as a dirtbag. It's I'm, one of those... I'm transitioning. <laughs> You're transitioning out of being a dirtbag? No, from good guy to dirtbag. Okay. It's actually really difficult for me. Uh, we... I don't know. I don't know if I want to get that personal on this episode. There's something okay. personal I wanted to ask you about that... I don't okay. know if we should do it on air or off. We can deliberate later. Oh, you can ask me right now. Okay, well... If I don't want to answer, I'll just decline to answer. We've uh, said in the past, yeah. in one of our episodes, we've mentioned how nice guys finish finish last. Yep. Right? No, nice guys never finish inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm dating... I've been on one date with this girl. Yep. Okay. And then she really likes me a lot. I like her, too. Yep. The only problem is Did that. your volcano erupt? Um, yep. Okay. It did. Did she participate in that? Oh, I, I can't even tell you. Okay. I cannot repeat the things. On air. On air. I cannot. Don't. Absolutely don't then. I can just tell you that, uh, yes, my volcano erupted and okay. the floodgates were opened. Okay. On, on her part. Good to know. We were drowning. Okay. In yeah. love. Yeah. We'll put it that way. Right. You paddled that canoe, man. Paddled it hard. Yeah. Wasn't even a bud canoe. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> bud canoe. Is So the tides are rising. Yeah. Volcanoes erupting. Mm-hmm. Full Al Gore. Full Al Gore. <laughs> Inconvenient truthing all over the place, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so here's my issue. You, yeah. You and I both know that I may not be in the current location that we're, our undisclosed location. Yeah. I am likely not remaining here for very long. Yeah. And I'm not sure, this person that I, I went out with, uh, they, I think they're just in love with me. That's Which fine. It's good. It's good for me. Ha, have but you? I, they don't know. They don't know that okay. I may not remain in this undisclosed location for very long. North of Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Let me ask this question. At any point in time, have you misled this individual to believing that she... You two have a future together? One, I think that's very disrespectful that you would uh, assume it's a she. Okay. Oh. But it is. <laughs> okay. I, uh, no, I, I've never... I've there never, are two options. It's a he or a she. I and, never... Uh, I and never I've never known that. you to be with a he, so... I, I never misled her. Okay. thinking that there's a future. Okay. Because we, we've been on one date. What is wrong with you? I went on one date. We went on one date. Dude, you are too pretty to be... Uh, I don't understand what's... There's something wrong with your brain, okay? I have to put in such a large and meaningful effort Yeah. if I want to paddle a canoe. That's not true. You just go to the local Whataburger and pick up who's, who's ever working. No, that's not entirely true. Sometimes it's a jack-in-the-box. <laughs> when I'm desperate, it's a jack-in-the-box, okay? 
All right, the real premium tier girls. Yeah. The real premium tier girls, Costco. <laughs> Get them in bulk over there. <laughs> the problem is, though, this is a sincere issue, is that, like, it's always cousins that are working there. Yeah, that does... Right? Like, they're your cousins or they're related to each other? They're related to each other. None of my oh, cousins have see, ever worked at... I don't see that a pro- as a problem. None of my cousins have ever worked at a Costco. They go from womb to surgery room right away. Don't, I shouldn't tell her at all, and I should yeah. just move from this undisclosed location to the next undisclosed location. Precisely. And never even disclose that I moved. Never even bring it up. She's like, hey, you want to hang out? But like, you can't. Uh, out of town. thousand miles away. Yeah. Uh, I don't... See, here's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't see what the big deal is. If you've never made any sort of commitment to somebody, here's the problem. You have this thought in your mind that you owe this person an experience that, right. that they haven't verbalized True. and you haven't committed to. And it's certainly not in writing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing that matters. Never get it in writing. Of course. Did you know there's a case, I want to say, out of South Carolina or Georgia, um, it's probably four or five years now, where a lady won, I think it was a hundred-something thousand dollars because of a broken-off engagement. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I guess she had moved from either wherever she was, and she, she they broke the guy broke off the engagement, and she made the case to a court that, the engagement was a financial promise, and by breaking it off. So here's the thing. If you're a man in the United States, you don't get to change your mind, right? Because About what? About a relationship with a woman. So here's all. I don't all, understand what you're trying to say. I'm trying to connect the two, right? Okay. Never promise a chick anything. Mm. Ever. Right? I have four kids with two ex-wives. I didn't even know that. I've literally never said I do at a wedding. Okay? I just kind of say, well, it's possible. <laughs> I've Is literally... that how you get around it? I yeah. thought as long as you signed the paperwork, it didn't matter what you say at the wedding. I didn't sign with my name. Mm. Very good. Yeah. I signed with a straight line. That's it. Not my name. But that wasn't even on our show notes for today, was it? No, let's get a You just a- you just sprung it on me and you know as good as anyone does, as well as anyone can know that I have a problem with ranting. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to get some advice from my personal life, but that's enough of that. Okay. We we're going to talk about something that we're very excited about. Super excited. The federal government is shut down. Fantastic. I I have a fantastic plan. Yes. If you hate Donald Trump, okay. Let's not turn the thing back on. Yeah. Yeah. Is anybody dead? Uh, oh, not that I know of. Yeah, I mean, not as a direct result of the shutdown. I mean, as like anyone who who wasn't going to be dead anyway. No. Yeah, of course. Nothing bad happened. The government shut down. Hey, I have a question for you though. What? Okay. Um. Apparently, non-essential employees have been furloughed. What the heck is a non-essential employee? Um, the anyone who works for the government. <laughs> it says in the name. <laughs> this is a person who works here, but we don't really need them. They're non-essential. So yeah, I mean, um, I think, and you know, like we're twenty some. I think they're saying like they need to raise the debt ceiling as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like and people like you know the government's out of money. No, no, no. The government was out of money twenty one trillion dollars ago. <laughs> 
and they're borrowing. This is how brilliant the government is. This is how smart the government is. The government borrows money from China, pays interest on it to China, and then gives um, aid to China. We literally bought, we literally pay them interest to give them aid. I feel like our whole uh, at this point that when you describe that it feels like the government itself may be non-essential. The may whole government's non-essential, non-essential organization. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's the the government has to shut down all the time. My question is, if everyone is living, I think this happened in Denmark or somewhere else, somewhere in Europe, where the they just didn't have a government for a year and a half. Mm. And they, they eventually sorted it out, and all I could think was, why did you have to go screw up the party? Why Why did you need a year and a half? Why would yeah. you want it back? Yeah, so, like, I, it's like it's like that kid in high school who, like, catches religion, and his, his dad lives with a girlfriend, so he just goes over to the dad's house and throws parties all the time, mm-hmm. but then he catches some morals, and he stops being a dirtbag, and so he stops throwing the parties. I'm speaking from personal experience. <laughs> And that's what that's what it is. That's what that's what a country is when they their government gets shut down and they ended up installing a new one. You you stopped having the fun parties at yeah. your house. I it's, think it's dumb. It is. It is. But people seem to like this. They all people like they want the federal government. They want a collectivist culture. Tell us a little bit about that, Danny. What are your opinions? You seem to you have some experience. Yeah, dude. Living in a culture that's more collectivist. I mean, so I'm brown. My parents are from a place where everybody's brown and India. And uh, white people love seeing collectivist culture. And they was everyone's so happy and smiling here. Um, here's what it, it chokes you. It's, it suffocates you. So, for example, in the United States, um, here's what happens. They take a culture mm-hmm. and they bring it here and it never evolves. If you go back to India, where my family's from right now, the girls are wearing tight pants, they have cell phones, and they're sending booby pictures to the to the boys at school. In India? Yeah, just like everyone's doing in the West. I okay. Some of them on my Snapchat. <laughs> you don't trust me. <laughs> Pancake nipples. Um, it's one trait my people have that I f- find awful. But nonetheless. And I realized this over the holidays, right? When you're with your family. And what's great now is everyone's kid, niece, somebody has done something that would the culture finds distasteful. Okay. So now everyone keeps to themselves. But before it used to be like, um, hey, how come you're getting a degree in this thing? It's um, how come you're not married? All these other questions. And it's this collectivized culture where people feel like if you're not upholding the standards that they create, yeah. That you're doing, that you're bringing everybody down, because we're all in this together, mm-hmm. and you're making us all look bad if you don't make the choices that aren't benefiting to you, the individual, but are benefiting to the collective. I've felt this way a little bit in certain churches that I belong to. Yeah, I can think name? of, I can think of one. Does it have two C's and a V in the name? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's actually. Exactly. Does does That's it sound does it sound like it could be, um, without the with, with the absence of the word church, does it sound like it could be uh, mortuary? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
the branding is very similar to how the yeah. mortuaries brand themselves. Right. But it's been a, been a similar experience there, and that's actually yeah. a large reason why I really don't go to church a whole lot now. Right, but you, you still see, believe. You, yeah, yeah, but you get see. What a complex series. Right, you can, I believe that you can. Yeah. You believe and you don't have to go. You don't have to show up. I barely you show go, up, yeah. everyone, they... Then you got to be part of the culture. The more the more you get yeah. into it, the more they want it to get into you. And that's where I found you. Remember and, when we yeah. became friends? Mm-hmm. And remember when we sat outside of a restaurant? And any, any organization, any collectivist organization, really any organization, yeah. where there is a culture, will seek to assimilate you to that culture. Yeah, and that's just like the. It's a hive mentality, and the, and like the. The crossover is when you see in wider culture in the United States people talking about socialism and how it's going to help people. They don't what they what they're not grasping is the, is that culture. If you especially if you look at places like North Korea, if you look at um, the USSR, these are places where you would go snitch on your family and friends for crimes and things they probably didn't do, yep. so that it didn't reflect poorly on you because it's guilt by association. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, like, for instance, you're seeing people getting deplatformed left and right off of. They're not getting deplatformed. They're getting unpersoned. They're getting 1984 off of every platform. They literally just shoved Sargon of Akkad. I know you don't know who this guy is. His name's real no. name's like Carl Benjamin. Um, this British liberal guy who they deplatformed a liberal. Yeah, this has got to be. This is unprecedented. Well, I mean, they he they don't accept him as a liberal, regardless oh. of the fact that he continues to identify was himself he a that way. Who was expressing non-liberal opinions? I think he was expressing opinions that were liberal five years ago. Oh, okay, and they they got him off of Patreon. The entire um, unique selling proposition of Patreon uh-huh. is that you don't have to worry about. Advertiser issues and right. getting um, demonetized off of YouTube or elsewhere because you the, you go directly the most free market thing you can do you go directly to the consumer mm-hmm. and the consumer parts with their dollars because they love your stuff. Here's what happened though: Mastercard said we want this guy off your platform. Why is Mastercard worried about what Carl Benjamin is saying? Granted, he did go on somebody else's YouTube channel, not his own. Which the the Patreon is, his supporters are paying for him to go create his YouTube videos on his channels. Right. He called some, he called Nazis nerf herders. Now, nerf herders is a euphemism. I refuse to use the phrase N-word. So nerf herders is as close as we can get because I have to engage in, in, uh, like, um, prior, what is it, prior? I forget what the phrase is, but, like, I have to hold back. You can't say everything that you want to say because, like, I have a business to run. And as much as we don't say what city we're in and we don't use our full names or our real names for that matter, it it doesn't matter if it somehow catches up to me because I've lost contracts over that before. Of course. So um, it's it's. It's the opposite of progress. It's digre- It's the society's moving backwards. Mm-hmm. And as Absolutely. much as and as much as people want to say that Trump is moving us backwards, I think it's the opposite. It is. I think we he's have to broadcast from a closet in yeah. an undisclosed location. That's correct. And we have to partially censor our names. Yep. So b- because we're not progressive enough, essentially, because we don't express the correct ideas. I mean, if I go on Tinder right now, I can find a plethora of girls who I can talk to and chat with and maybe even paddle our canoe until they find out 
that I know that taxation is theft, and I it's not that I just believe it that it's a fact. You can prove it. Yeah, it's not just it's it's that I'm educated on economics. I'm not into Nazi economics, aka socialism. So now I I can't even like that's fine. That's your personal choice. But I'm saying that's moving backwards. I remember there used to be a time when someone's like, ooh, like that person, that girl's a Democrat. Like I'm gonna go try to you know <laughs> get with her. I bet she has armpit hair. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, not all of them do. Pardon you, you mean Buddha. Um, well, I think maybe it's time to uh, introduce our sponsor yeah. for this week. Our sponsor this week is, uh, you've, you've heard of all these other recruiting sites advertised yeah. on podcasts. Of we course. have a new sponsor, Unprivileged Recruiting. Yes, tell me about Unprivileged Recruiting. Unprivileged Recruiting, here to help you hire the most unprivileged individuals. Unprivileged Recruiting will even rank individuals in terms of how much privilege they have. So you get a privilege score. Do you have too many white people working at your company? Every company does because 70% of America is white people. Is your company not diverse enough? No company is diverse enough. Hire unprivileged recruiting. It's tough to say. I didn't yeah. name it. They they branded themselves. Maybe I should rebrand them. <laughs> I'm in a branding agency, so. Yeah. Hire unprivileged recruiting to get the most unprivileged people in the market. Disclaimer, unprivileged recruiting is not responsible for poor employee work ethic. Work ethnic, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see this video? That's what it's, video? It's floating around on the internet. Are you yeah. familiar with the internet? I use it from time to time. So Al Gore, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a whole thing. Um, there is a <clears throat> woman in a GameStop. Yeah. Woman with, you can't see this, but I'm doing air quotes. Oh, air scrotes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this video. Yeah, the their, the woman's womanhood was, uh, yeah, questioned in the video. She's a lady that I would refer to as sir, um, and uh, she was referred to as sir, and the, he. I think the, her her balls dropped. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. You can hear it in her voice when her yeah, balls dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This totally. is a, we're uh, referring to it. This is a uh, the at least the video the headline yeah. said it was a transgender woman. Yeah. Which I now like I'm I get so confused between I uh, like what's a man, what's a woman, what's transgender, yeah. like what does that mean? Like you have to clarify. You have to ask from what to what. You have to know like well, what are they what, okay. they what do they want to be so how do they want to be addressed. He, here's how I don't care about any of that. I don't really care about how you want to be addressed. Screw you. <laughs> here's what I've decided henceforth I will refer to people by their chromosomes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So this XY of saying sir or ma'am. Yeah. So just say uh, XY person. Hey XY, how are you? Yeah. So Hello XX, how are you doing today? Yeah. Hey XX, you want to you want to meet my Y chromosome? Hey! Hello! Uh, we're talking about sex. As always on the show. Right. Um, we're like the male, less attractive. Well, I'm less attractive version of Call Her Daddy. Oh, God. Yeah. I love listening to those women. Mostly looking at them. but also Mostly looking at them. Looking at them. Yeah. Mostly looking at them. Neither of them are really my type, but, you know. I'll paddle all canoes and all rivers, man. Um, this video's great. Here's why. What happens in the video, Danny? Um, basically, this dude loses his his marbles. This wo- woman, person who was once a dude. I mean, I have I have bigger chichis than sh- than she does. You do. Yours are nicer too. 
she You have seen them, so she is I was about to, to say how would you know, but I was like, Yeah, you've seen them before. She's in a, a GameStop, I guess it is. Yeah. I don't know if maybe it's not a GameStop. No, it it's looks a GameStop. Like a video game store. We don't want to put the company's name out there if it's not correct. That's legal, true. Legal legal things. Yeah. In a video game store and the employee calls her sir. Because if you more look at because this this person's like well, they've got to be clearing six foot three, tall, tall, built. We're talking muscular. Yeah, dressed. I don't even know if they're really dressed like a woman. Uh the she looks longer. He he looked like he was dressed like Meg from Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> so true. He, he absolutely looked like. I mean, I think like he looked like Meg too, like a six foot <laughs> yeah. five Meg. I and like. And, like, the dude keeps tripping up. I can't tell if he's trolling him or not. I don't know. Some people are saying the video may not even be real. You think like so? Like, it may be scripted because it's so... It's so good. Over The the employee is very calm, keeps saying, hey, uh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, sir. Sorry, sir. I'm, <laughs> sir. I'm sorry. It makes and me then, so happy, then, though, the, uh, dude. The woman is like, not sir. Yeah. Don't call me sir. Call me ma'am. <laughs> I am ma'am. And I, I know, am the demon from hell, ma'am. I, I don't know if the employee was just nervous and couldn't get it right, yeah. but he, the employee still messed it up and said, sir, again. And because it's, it's if you this, look at that person, you're not, that is it. Especially when they're yelling at you in yeah. the deep, vo- intimidating voices. Right. And then, your way. and then the lady named sir says to him, if you keep calling me sir, we're going to take it outside. Now, if it was a true. <laughs> take it outside, I'll show you a sir. Right. Here's the thing. If it's truly a lady and she says, let's take it outside, you go, yeah, I can't hit a girl. Okay? True. That's not a fair fight. But this is a six-foot-something, you know, this guy's clocking in at 200-something pounds. Yeah. All right? He could probably take John Jones in a fight when John Jones is fully doped out on steroids. <laughs> I, I just, like, I think we've entered into a... And then and then she goes and like kicks over a shelf. I didn't I didn't get that from oh, yeah. the video. Oh da- yeah, damaged some property. I started having an asthma attack just when she's like, "It's ma'am, <laughs> it's ma'am." I couldn't take it. I would have been calling the police, and I would have said, uh, "Hey, there's this, this guy da- here." Yeah. <laughs> I just it, there's a part of me, the libertarian, like the super, like do whatever you want, you know, le- laissez faire part of me that's like, hey. You you want to be a, a you want to call yourself a girl you can do that, but there's the other more rational part of me that goes, oh you're like you're you have a mental disorder, right? Yeah. Well, so also, I, if you want to be a woman, but you're born with that Y chromosome, it's yeah, fine. go be a woman. I don't really care. Uh, but don't, I don't care. But don't expect me to go out of my way. To call you what you want to be called. I'll try. If I mess it up, so sorry. Not really that yeah. sorry. Here's but then the... also, like, you need you need to behave like a woman. If you say yeah. that you're you're a woman and maybe that's wrong, like, oh, then now you're making assumptions about, why, gender, hey, about but, gender roles. No, but why can't a lady be called sir then? Why is it right. offensive to her that a lady's being called sir? If she truly identifies as a lady, why can't she be called sir and why can't a lady be sir? Right, dude. I'm so confused. I don't even know. I'm not, I'm not confused. Sure. I don't even know. How do I know, Danny? Yeah. How do I know that I'm a man? I. I mean, you're I, hang down. I've never seen my Y chromosome under so? a microscope. How do I, my hang down could? What if my hang down is just a social construct? 
It's not. I've seen it. It's definitely not a social construct. <laughs> I mean, I have to look at mine in a mirror, so because I'm huge. So I mean, if anybody's hanged down as a social construct, you know. Oh God! I, I wish mine had a had a walkie-talkie so it could radio up to me and let me know what's going on <laughs> down there. It's a sweat lodge down here, boss. The boys are gonna crawl inside. Okay, what do we have next? I don't know. There's a oh, dude. Okay, ah, uh, eh. TLC. Speaking of trannies, <laughs> this actually has nothing to do. With speech. Speaking of the LGBTQIAP community, you nailed it. I think. Did I really? I literally just spitting out nonsense. Um, which. LGBT used to be used to suffice, or GLBT when I was a kid. I, I'm so old. I remember when it was. I think we G- talked about this in the last episode. Yeah, you? screw you. I'm giving him the finger, um, not that kind of finger, the middle finger. Um, so they're doing uh, the show on TLC. Yeah, it's called and my husband's not gay. Yeah, except he's totally gay. Um, it's about Mormon families. Or couples. I I, th- I think the fact that they're Mormon is secondary to what's going on here. They refer to themselves as mixed orientation in marriage. Oh, that's an, I haven't heard that before. Yeah, that's uh, one of the articles, or it was actually TLC's website, perhaps, referred to them as being in a mixed orientation marriage. Um, they are doing it because they want to have a traditional family, and the Mormons, I guess. Recognize that you can be born gay, but there's only one right way to be gay if you're Mormon, and that's to be celibate and never oh. never be with anybody. So this is a choice that these men are making under they, their own free will. Yeah, I know, but they have kids. Right. That's yeah. That's because that's what they want. So here's what's perhaps the dynamics and biology of it is like surpassing my capacity to understand. But from what I gather, like I'm... I'm super into chicks. I'm straight. No amount of religious posturing is going to be like, "Yep, I gotta be into guys now." That's Uh-oh. that's not going to work. So yeah, at but the that very stuff runs deep, man. You know how I know, but I'm saying at the very least, at the very least, these guys are probably more bi, or maybe, or just maybe, perhaps, just throwing this out there. It's a little more flexible than people think, and you're not actually born. Like if they're if they can come to a place where they can they can um they can get the rocket sequence ready to launch. Yeah. Um with a with a person that they're not attracted to, then why uh why 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 are we presuming that it makes like they have to be gay? You know? Sure. The interesting thing about this is what what are you looking at? We're trying to have a podcast. There was here. someone out there. There's there's this woman out there just looking at our recording. Like you can see the the computer is outside of where yeah. we are, and she was like looking at it. I thought she was gonna go touch it and mess. Okay. It. So I was just making sure that I wouldn't have to intervene. Uh, I wouldn't have to regulate on her. Go say tax, ma'am, ma'am sir, <laughs> person, person, individual, human. Um. Here's the here's my other thing about this, right? If this person decided that they wanted to be, they wanted to transition, TLC has shows about people in transition. Okay. 
and they want to stay married to their spouse. Yeah. And their spouse doesn't want to stay married to them. And the trans community and other social justice types say, how terrible are you that you don't want to stay with the person that you love just because their gender is going to be different or something? Like, um, no, like, I got I, I got married to a package and they're 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 now eliminating their package. So I think I can like I think I hit the opt out right. Yeah. So for, it's it lives in this weird narrow place where this is unacceptable simply because it's religious, right? Yeah. If, for any other reason, if you wanted to do something extremely weird like this, it'd be reasonable. I don't know if it's that it's because it's religious, but so we'll go back to where I said that if you want to transition to a female, yeah, you should act like a female. And, and, right. And you should do that. Now, now, people would criticize me for saying that and say, well, no, there is no way to act like a female yeah, there is. or male or whatever. But but here, getting yeah. to the point there, these guys are choosing to live this lifestyle. Yeah. And people are bashing this show. The Atlantic wrote an article on it saying it lacks empathy. It's dangerous to the LGBT community. Why is it dangerous? They, uh, who else? Slate uh, wrote something and said that... Uh, it's it misunderstands what it means to be gay. So what I'm gathering from that is there is no right way to be a woman or be right. a man, but there is a right or wrong way to be gay. And these guys are doing it wrong, according right. to these media sources. Well, I mean, I also know like I have a couple people in my life whose fathers got married, had kids, then came out of the closet, right? Mm-hmm. My question is, you had six kids with somebody. I don't know if you like. I get that you're into your interior design, yeah. right? And you want to drive a vintage BMW, but um, I'm not sure if you were gay enough. You know. So again, do my thing is if you want to do what you want to do, that's fine. I I'm not. They have. A, did you watch the video? Oh uh, yeah, I've seen season the trailer or whatever. Yeah. My favorite part of the trailer, or whichever video I ended up watching was that they have a support group where a bunch of gay dudes who are married to women hang out. Oh, I didn't see that. I'm like, how is this just not one, like, because this is a perfect, this is a perfect um, scenario where just you guys. butt canoe buddies. Yeah, they're just, you're just going to be butt canoe buddies. That's what I'd be doing. And then you're off, cause, and you keep everyone, everyone keeps their secret. Yeah. Right? Because there's safety in numbers inside of your little collectivist Canoe, uh, canoe community. Con- yeah, your your uh, but canoe community. Like, there's safety in, in those numbers. I'm just that's the part. Like, you know, we're, although none of them are like super attractive, so all I'm thinking is like none of them are attracted to the other ones. Oh, the wives? No, the the guys. Oh, I was just gonna say that I feel like the men in the show are all better looking than the women. The women are like not obviously attractive. So if, I don't know. You end up in that situation. I'm just where saying, the wife dude. Becomes if, not super hot. Maybe you start liking dudes. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. If you're if you're if you're a four, and any man wants to pick you up and put a baby in you, gay or not, right? You should be grateful. You should. You're grateful. Yeah, I don't know. So I I just thought it was an interesting story. Which one's coming next? The uh, Bridezilla one. Or uh, yeah. Or you want to. I do want to skip the one about the the one we already did a thing on trannies yeah, today. So we already we talked You don't about want to talk about ones. a 10-year-old drag queen creating a dating website for transgender children? What is there to say about this?
this. I don't know if I have the energy. Let's just skip it. <laughs> let's talk about it in the a different episode. Or let's never talk about it, because I definitely want to talk about this bridezilla demanding that her bridal party get a polygraph. Yeah. This woman. This woman. Do we know what her name is? I don't know. I saw the screenshots of her posts, but yeah. I don't know if it, if it had her name. She feels like a Cindy to me. A Cindy? Yeah. Yeah. I thank God I have never dated a woman this nuts. It oh, you have. Off. Wait, you absolutely have dated a woman this nuts. You just never got serious enough in a relationship where this came out. Ha. You know how I know you've dated a woman this nuts? Because oh. you've dated a woman. <laughs> okay. So this lady is uh, getting married, and she uh, put up, puts up like a list of demands for everything she needs done. And it's not like, just a bridal party. Exactly. It's anybody who's attending yeah, the yeah. wedding. Yeah. Exactly what you have to wear, the dress code. I loved that the dress code was divided by weight, and if you were a man over 250 pounds, you had to wear camo, camo. and <laughs> In black. The funny part the is, it's like said we're all black, I like you're being fat shamed. Yeah, but they, I mean, I feel like it was black velvet, and, and it oh was God. the the best part is, this wedding was like some sort of destination wedding in some island location. Oh yeah. So it's hot, and you got to wear velvet. <sighs> I don't. I just, I, I mean, it was a, it was a good meme, right? I just, I just, um. This is here's here's what I'm saying. If I'm the guy, if I'm the groom in this scenario, and I'm watching all of this pop off, how long are you sticking through this, like through the various messages and emails and backlash, before you're like, hey, maybe she's not worth it? I don't. I'd like to see what she looks like, what he looks like, and have Dude, a little bit more information. There's she could be Kendall Jenner, and I'm yeah. I'm pulling the ripcord. Oh, absolutely. I'm getting out of there. I'm kidding. If Kendall Jenner does some weird stuff, I'm like, ah, she's a Kardashian. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Kendall Jenner is actually the most sensible of all the clan. So. You think so? I mean, have you seen one of she, her? She does the stuff now where they, uh, the whole, I think the whole family does it. They rub human blood on their face. Supposedly, it makes no, skin no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't. My my Kendi would never do that. I'm just saying, man. I don't think so. So, anyways, this bridezilla, the way the polygraphing came about is because yeah. one of someone in the wedding party screenshotted <laughs> her Facebook posts and started putting it on the internet, and it went viral. So, so she got pissed. She said, someone made this go viral and it's taken it out of context, and we're going to find you. We're going to find who you are. She was offering other people in the bridal party, in the whole wedding party, she said, I'll pay $100 if you have any information on who may have leaked this. To the so, public. So here's what I want to know. If you're that person, please contact Fluffers for Hire. Please do it. Instaparent at gmail.com. Rebrand. <laughs> um, or just DM us at yeah, Fluffers for Hire. DM us. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We want to hear your story, firstly. Secondly, we want to start a GoFundMe for you, okay? And it's not going to be like one of those skeevy GoFundMes where we um, make you split the money in you know in silence we're gonna do it in public what are we, wait what are we doing a GoFundMe for the person who outed this bridezilla yeah oh yeah yeah i love it we're gonna we're gonna set you up with a GoFundMe so that you can go on a vacation and so that you have enough money to find a new friend we will schedule the vacation for when that wedding is supposed to be taking place so you don't we're gonna to raise so much money we're gonna send the entire wedding <laughs> entire wedding 
on a on a cruise we away not, from this away we from will the wedding. Try to get the groom to go as well. Yes, we are going to raise so much money on this GoFundMe. The groom is going to leave her. That's what we're going to do with the money. Please contact us. We're going to raise money for you. We're going to raise money for the groom. I'm just saying though, isn't this doesn't this completely exemplify why? Yeah, it's probably not worth getting married to her for sure. Definitely not to this woman. No, I'm, dude, I'm I'm out. Some woman that I was having a conversation with a female friend last night, and she was saying she doesn't want there to be any paperwork, and she's really down with the the uh, open relationships. And, really? Yeah. So I tried to propose to her right then and there. Is she fat or a man? No, she's in very good shape and okay. not a man. Okay. She's got a couple kids though, so that's yep. So, I'm just saying. Um, did you meet her on the Tinder? No, no, I've no, I've known her for oh okay for years. I um I recently got back on the Tinder. I think this is should we just close out our show with this with this with a good Tinder story? Oh, I I love, always love a good Tinder story. First of all, women of Tinder. If you're an atheist or a non-religious person or whatever, I don't actually care. But if you actually know what your sign is. And you read your horoscope, you're lying. You don't actually believe there's you're nothing. You're fake. You're faking it. Um, here's what I love about Tinder. I was not using Tinder for a while because, not kidding, I was over at the Costco and the Whataburger and occasionally a Jack in the Box. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was picking up ladies. Right? I just started going to the methadone clinic. <laughs> not because you're getting treated, no. but that's where you're... That's okay. where my, that's a, it's a target-rich environment. Yeah. I'm I'm over. Uh, I started a campus ministry. Oh, also. what's it yeah. called? Chi Alpha. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're at North. Uh, we're at um, we're out in Abilene, so I go out there a couple days a week. Yeah, you know, TCU. No, I'm, I'm kidding. But um, dude, ten, uh, here's what. So like, I, I I feel like I'm over here compiling data, right? So like, um. The holidays happened, so I was out with my family, you know. Um, I was out in my former town where I used to live. And um, holy crap, everyone there is some sort of, like, uh, lady named Sir, literally. Oh, my goodness. Wild. Not only is it, like, why are they all fat and ugly? Yeah. And here's my favorite part of these girls on Tinder. Um, It is... It's one of those things that those red pill guys talk about, and you're like, oh, you're just saying that. And then you watch it, you watch it happen. These ladies, literally 21 to 28. I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm a dog mom, barf. <laughs> um, like, and all this kind of list of demands, right? Yeah. All that changes is between 30 or if they have one or two kids. I love Jesus. I'm trying to settle down and meet a prince. I'm trying to meet my man, yeah. right? After, after they've had the entire um, minor league uh, baseball team, the Round Rock Express, they just ran through the entire team. Okay, <laughs> they're popping out kids from Jorge, who's on the other side of the wall, left and right. Now they're trying to settle down and meet a man. And this is what you were saying before. Yeah. Nice guys never finish. It's true. Right? Nice guys, they only, nice guys only have a shot after they're a single mom or they got ugly. Like, there was a young lady who I was super into back where we're from, and I ran into her, 
over the holidays. And I was just like, oh, time has not served you well. Yeah, it usually right? doesn't. They aged like milk. And I'm like, this is someone who I had such deep and sincere feelings for. I thought nothing could ever change how I felt about that person. All it took was some time in the sun down in Texas, some Mexican girls, oh. and all of a sudden I was like, ah, I chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, it was a bummer, you know. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't a bummer for me. It was a bummer for her. Yeah. Because now she's like, oh, like I have no debt. I own a business. Um, our other friends have half white, half Indian babies, and they're super cute. And now she's maybe all of a sudden now interested in a way that she wasn't before. Sure. She wants somebody to come sweep her off her feet because being a man, trying to be a man and working and trying to develop something is hard. Okay. Yeah. And, and now she's starting to realize that maybe she wants someone to do all this crap for her. Right. Yeah. Me? Get it? Guess what? Nope. No. It's not happening. Yep. Dirty girls for life, man. DG4L media. DGFL media. Yeah. Totally. DG4L is trademarked. So. <laughs> I rescind that comment. Yeah, rescind it. All right. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm satisfied that we did a podcast. I'm thoroughly satisfied. Can I? Uh, you never leave me anything but satisfied and smiling. Mm-hmm. I like how in the third episode, you criticized me yeah. for having messed up the second episode. Okay. And in the third episode, I asked you to go out to the computer in yes. the public library yes. and check our levels, and you said everything sounds great, and we recorded a whole podcast with my microphone off! <laughs> That's not... I'm, I'm not the one who set it up. When I when we did the test, it sounded good. Whatever. Screw you, honky. People, this is Fluffers for Hire. Fluffers for Hire. Okay, I don't know what that was. That's our new jingle. That's not our new jingle. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, we're the number one podcast that's anti-government and recorded from a public library. Please subscribe. The number one? Because we're the only one. You, I don't know that for a fact. That's true. Um, you can find us anywhere podcasts are distributed. My dear friends, we enjoy doing this for you. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on... Fluffers for Hire. On Twitter. Fluffers for Hire. Totally. At, at, at Fluffers for Hire. Do you have anything else, Shep? Nope. All right, folks, that's our show. We'll talk to you next week. Speak English. This is America. (laughs) Build the wall!